Looking for your next set of shiny math rocks for your games? Head on over to MetallicDiceGames.com and use code SPELLBOOKG10 at checkout for 10% off your order. That's MetallicDiceGames.com, code SPELLBOOKG10 for 10% off your order. Last time on Roll for Distraction. After resting, the party teleported back to Selyse's main base of operations. It was attacked while they were away, but the fighting had stopped by the time they had arrived. On the body of a goblin pirate, they discovered the emblem of their organization, a skull with a dagger through it over a red triangle. They made their way to the vaults where the Eye of Vecna was kept to find that it had been stolen, and Selyse and Delta mulling over what to do next. In place of the eye was the skull of a turtle with ten gold pieces in its mouth. Selyse explained that this skull is that of her former colleague, an evil rogue named Pistachio Disguise. Pistachio died a few years ago when his eldest son is an accomplished crime lord and had assembled this pirate gang to steal the eye for some unknown purpose. With no way of finding Pistachio's son, the party decided to go after one of his attendants, a tabaxi with bright pink fur. Prayers to Lathander and the Raven Queen directed the party back to Candlekeep, where the wizard Silvira Savakis called in a favor from them. She'd like them to steal an infernal war machine for her studies. Oddly enough, Lathander claimed that this pink panther that they're looking for was going to cut a deal in a warm sulfuric place, which sounded a lot like Avernus. The party agreed to Silvira's request, hoping that the fates will guide them in the right direction once they arrive. They teleported to Avernus and found themselves just a short walk away from the famous Wandering Emporium. Hey, it's Alex. Before we get into the episode, I just want to announce again that the book I wrote is out now. It's a Ravenloft adventure module called The Price of a Life, and you can pick it up digitally on DMs Guild. Link is in the description, or if you're listening on the podcast, you can find it through uh, Twitter. My college had a horse fetus in a jar. It was okay. Sorry. Hello, everybody. Hey, hey, Hi. hey, hey. We're back. We're not talking about horse fetuses at schools. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> All right, let's try that again. Hey, everybody, <laughs> welcome back to uh, to our podcast. Horse fetus. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay, it's got to stay in now. It's yeah, got to no, stay in like, now. You know, it's not gonna make any sense. But... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Anyway, hello everyone. Episode thirteen. Lucky episode thirteen. While we're in hell. Oh, good lord! <laughs> wow, Baker's This is where we're all gonna die. I didn't plan this. So shit. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we we're, we're here. We teleported. It's hell. Um, John, does it does Idris does Idris get to do a lore dump here? Do I have to roll for anything? I should get dice. You should. I don't have yeah. dice out. <laughs> Stupid. Give me. It's possible that you personally do not know about. I've, I've been the, to Avernus. It's I may possible not know that about you do not know about the Wandering Emporium. So please give me a history roll. I guidance the history roll. I don't think you need to. I rolled an eighteen. Take it anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, Gerard, with with your wonderful assistance, that's a twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You've heard of it. So the place we're going, um, called the Wandering Emporium. I think you can imagine. It's a collection, it's a bazaar of sorts, a collection of shops and, and traveling merchants who travels specifically around Avernus, selling all sorts of questionable items. They deal in a, not, you, sometimes in gold, but more often in a currency called soul coins. They're coins with souls in them. Hmm. That's ominous. Uh, that's probably what's in this bag that Silvira gave us, but hopefully someone is selling 
a war machine. We can just go in, buy it, and leave. Uh, the Emporium is run by a gentleman who goes by Mahadi. I doubt that's his real name. If you know, if you don't have to talk to him, don't. But <laughs> he'll try to swindle you, probably. Um, it's like our friend in the, in the scary place. Yeah. As for the rest of Avernus, uh, you'll notice that this is just an old scarred battlefield. Uh, they fight the blood war here, the eternal struggle between demons and devils. Um, don't wander off. Or do. Just fucking don't. <laughs> don't let him tell you what to do. I don't know, I'm getting, I'm getting the inclination that I should wander off. You, you hate it here, Gerard. <laughs> I Clark do would hate it here. here. There's no sun. There's no sun. There's no sun. It's always dim. There's... It's it's also hell. Devil yeah. afoot. No Devil of afoot. These infernal horned creatures. No offense, sir. Excuse you. <laughs> After about a ten-minute walk, because it is a bit toasty and rough terrain, you arrive at a series of nine gigantic metal cart machines that you're not familiar with that make a horseshoe shape, and within is the Wandering Emporium. A collection of brightly colored tents stands clustered together, creating an oasis of comfort amid the dread landscape of Avernus. Huge infernal war machines form a horseshoe about the tents, with curtains made of small rectangular iron plates and lamps dangling from chains strung between them. Soft, lifting music and wondrous smells drift across the hot winds, inviting a closer look. That looks really cool. We go see it. We're going to, yes. To anybody, I, 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 I would urge not to overindulge. Let's see if we could find somebody selling any of these vehicles. Let's see if we can just be on our way. Okay. John, can I make a lap around the market? What kind of boots do I see? Uh, okay. There is a lavish entryway to a building that's not there that says it is the Infernal Rapture, a restaurant and spa. What do you mean, a oh. building that's not there? Do you want to go find out? Yeah. No. We, I, <laughs> Umak, no that going sentence in didn't make any sense. No breaking windows. Does it, I was going to say, does it have a window? There is an you entryway. Said a doorway to a building that's not there. There is an entryway to a building, but there's no building. Okay. <laughs> so it's I just a door. Feel it's just a floating like door. I, it's a magical door. All right, what else we got? What's an next? invisible building. There is a smith shop and forge that has a big sign over it that says Fire Snake Forge, and you can see it's being worked by salamanders, who are... Cool. Um, Again, quick reference. Salamander in this context is not like the tiny lizards who live in Florida. They are tall, human-ish-sized... tall, mildly humanoid fire yeah. lizards. Reptilian humanoids. That's still cool! Uh, another tent and cart that says, Bernie the Barber! Barbershop. Grooming, general purpose, sort of just being pretty looking things. Hey, Mark, you can get that ponytail. Ooh. Deep hey. callback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there is a postal service from here to Avernus. Who's sending mail to hell? Demons! De right. well, de How else am I supposed to talk to my grandmother? <laughs> <laughs> there is another shop called Ickers away. This is some sort of potion and weird bits shop. <gasps> Potionzilla. And the last of the major 
installations. Znath Larva Farm. Ew. Larva Farm? Larva Farm. I'm alright. You can skip that one. Larva Farm. If it has larva and will grow into something else, you can probably find it here. To the weapon shop. Yeah, let's 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 do the smithy. That seems the most yeah. innocuous. The salamander smithies. I don't know what a salamander is supposed to sound like. Talk um, normal, and I will make you sound like whatever a salamander is supposed to sound like. Can we help you? He's gonna have such a silly voice. Crassus <laughs> <laughs> uh, will be like, I'm interested in replacing my glaive here with something else. Oh, it's quite a what fine do you have? piece you already have. What are you looking to replace it with? I'm looking to replace it with probably, probably a uh, a similar glaive or weapon of a similar design. Okay. Perhaps a halberd. A halberd. Okay. Guys, I have eight gold. I can't afford anything. <laughs> oh Whose yeah, fault you is lost that? Your money. What is the difference between a glaive and a halberd? Literally, literally nothing. nothing. Mechanically, literally nothing. If you want to buy, like, a plus one, you can spend a bunch of money on that. There is no difference. They're both 20 gold pieces. They're both 1d10 slashing. They're both six pounds. They're both heavy reach two-handed. I'm more curious in, in like, actuality. So In actuality, one's an axe and one's a sword on a stick. That's really it. Yep. Did you not know that? Not off the top of my head. Okay. Are you looking for something functional or showy? Functional. Very good. And he goes to a wall on the side, unlatches from the wall a six-foot-long glaive. No, halberd, the other one. <laughs> it looks like black and iron. Like, there's nothing fancy about this. It is the simplest but sturdiest-looking weapon you've seen in a long time. It has an axe, a spike, and a hook. It's a halberd. So, so it, it just looks basic as all hell. That's what you asked for. It's at least ba- as basic as Avernus. I don't know about all hell. Boo. Um, like, it's sturdy. It's well made. There's not a flaw on it. It just has no flair. Tell tell me about this weapon. It's a halberd. If that's the case, I, I was thinking more fancy functional. And uh, with a snap of a finger, um, I'll transform my glaive into a halberd. Why didn't you just, do you want a magic weapon? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay, you could open with that. This is a business. We do business here. I don't read minds. That's Carl. Carl can read minds. He's down the street. (laughs) I have one magic halberd. This is the halberd of ultimate destruction. No. Um, (laughs) It's the halberd. It is an infernal halberd. It is a, a demon, a devil's weapon. But it is not like... It's just a, it's a plus one halberd with sort of infernal. It's on fire. No, it's a plus one halberd with oh. sort of infernal fixings. Can I arcana check? The halberd? The the idea of an infernal weapon? Because like out of character, I know that that's sort of a thing. Because I ran this game. Yes, you can uh you can check it. It's not okay. an infernal weapon in that it's like evil. It's just an, uh, it's na- made in that funny. it's made in that style. It's it's uh, not yeah a, there 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 is a specific subtype of magic weapon in the Avernus book that makes it so that if you kill someone with it, their soul goes to Avernus. Doesn't matter what else they did in life, that's where they go. Damn. Pretty funny. Damn sword. Get trolled. Yeah. 
Other, otherwise, it could be plus one, whatever. It's just it's just an enchantment that can be on a weapon. No, it is not that. It is just styled as if a devil would like. How much for this? This will run you about 1,200 gold pieces. Yeah, I ain't that got that much. That look in Colin's eyes made, makes me think he doesn't have that much. We have party gold, we have some platinum, but that would be a very hefty chunk of it. How much is our party gold? We have uh, 190 platinum, ergo 1,900 gold. I'm not letting you spend 1,200 of it on, a, on one Albert. I'll pass for now. Anyone else have anything they're looking for? No. Yes. Um, would you gentlemen happen to either have or know someone who has uh, one of these vehicles that uh, they'd be willing to part with? For the right price, of course. You're looking to purchase an infernal war machine? Indeed. Ah, well, we specialize in repairing them, but mm. we do not currently have any. I don't... I do believe that uh, a group just came through and cleaned out any that everyone here had that weren't being used. What's the name of the group? Uh, I believe it's Archon and his bunch. Oh. Who's Archon? The guy with the hand, Gerard. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Do you guys remember anything that I say? I can. <laughs> Not much, but I can. Oh. It's like 51st dates over oh. here. Archon these nuts. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. As I was saying it, I was like, this is stupid. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll ask the salamanders, did, um, did his bunch say uh, why they needed them in such a rush? Uh, they come through periodically and stock up on weapons and equipment. Mm. Um, you know, building an army and all. <laughs> right, yeah. Just kind of laughs it off. If we were to find a ruined one, how much would it be to repair it? That would depend on how ruined. Um, Do you have any, like, in the shop right now? No. Mm. I mean, there's wrecks of them all over the wastes. If you go out and find one and get it back here, we can repair it. Get it moving, it's hard without it yeah, being running. Alright, uh, why don't we perhaps ask around a little more, try one of the other shops. Wait, the barber shop. There's always talk going on in the barber shop. So we could potentially use the larva farm if they're more than likely to have any creatures that have larva. We could probably find, like, giant hellflies. I'm sure that's a thing. There is a creature called a hell wasp, but they are not tameable and rideable. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could get a creature strong enough to pull a wrecked one from the wastelands. That's a little more potential. Let's try the barber since everybody barber was shop. so excited about the barber. Let's let's, let's walk over there. <laughs> the barber shop. What's what's the, what's the deal here? There's tea there. There's always. Tea well, what's the deal with the barber in hell? Like, like what's that about? Uh, as you go to the barber's tent, which does have the red and white pole spinning, but you notice that the pole <laughs> is red and white because it's serving its original purpose, which is to clean bloody rags. Cool. Was, was that actually yes. the original? That's yeah, why they're red and white, because they were Christ. cleaning bloody rags. Yeah. Barber surgeons. From when people yeah. got... You're new! Can I... Can I help you? Well, I don't have hair, so I'm out on this. Someone else take the lead. Probably not the bald one or the one with the helmet. Anyone else? Or the one with the horns and scales. <laughs> It's, she I, has I hair. Say, can... No, 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 no. Crassus. Oh. Guess I'll get the tea. Uh, could I potentially get my hair trimmed and my horns shined? I can do this. Yes. 
<laughs> I, I picture okay. it like a uh, like like an old shoe shiner. Yep, that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly, that's, that's exactly too. what we're gonna be doing here. Uh, here, <laughs> please take a seat. Anyone else need anything? There's no. I have a customer. There'll be a wait. They're with me, so they don't mind. They're with me anyway. So, how do you find yourself in the night in the hours? Long story. I'm Bernie. <laughs> you are. <laughs> Cyrilla. Cyrilla. Very, actually kind. <laughs> very, ki- very kind to meet you. <laughs> we may need to do a shampoo first. It looks like you've been through had a rough couple days. Oh, oh yes. Yes, please. <laughs> very good. Uh, and she takes you over to like a, a sink and is sort of washing your hair, rubbing your head, and you're like, huh. Oh, this is nice. Best head massage ever? Yes. What about you? You'd only be able to get that in hell. Wow, how'd you get so good at this? Did you sell your soul? <laughs> um... Did you? <laughs> Do you want to know, like, you, you asked what brings her here? Like, why is she here? Yeah. Um, yeah. As long as it's not, like, insensitive to do that. <laughs> there was a crisis some years ago where a lot of people ended up here. Not the last one. Not Elturel. One will before that, maybe 200 years ago. Just don't age here. Fair. At least you found something you enjoy yeah. to do. It's uh, better than uh, ending up in the river and turning into one of those little slimy monster guys. Yep, I've heard about those. Those are, those are fun. That's what happens. What can you tell us about um, Arcane and all of his goons? They come through here time to time stocking up on weapons and provisions. Uh, the cult of Tiamat is always plotting to get Tiamat back into the material plane. Never works. Sounds like average cult stuff. They're building up more than normal this time. Is that something we should be worried about? People I know certainly are. So we've, we've actually been on the hunt for a war machine. Any any thoughts on where we could find something like that? or? Why do you need an infernal war machine? Just doing what we're told. Or at least I'm just doing what I'm told. I'm following these guys. A friend of ours would like to acquire one. Perchance, may I ask why? For science. No, no grand plan, really. Not trying to free a god from infernal imprisonment or anything. No, just to study it. This is good. More power to play. If that technology, if that equipment can be figured out, I give them a fighting chance. Especially if we can figure out how to run them on anything other than souls. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, and you notice your hair is very nice and styled and uh, cut, and it was done into a nice braid to the back that's now over your shoulder. An Elsa breed going on here. Do you, want you think your hair thing? may actually be longer than it was when she started? I will take it. <laughs> I just, I just need it split ends trimmed. I will take everything healthy. Did you have a preferred length for your hair? No, I like it long. It looks beautiful. Thank you. Okay, let's get those horns polished, and then <laughs> there's two ways to do this: shoe shiner, or you hear a buffing wheel come out. <laughs> it's like, all right, let's get shoe this. shiner, shoe shiner. <laughs> I want to be able to talk. <laughs> Rather than <laughs> <laughs> We're looking for a war machine. A what? what? <laughs> all right, if that'll be all, that'll be one gold piece. Absolutely, here you go. Can I also toss her a silver piece as a tip? Yes. Um, anyone who can cast spells, please make me a perception check. That's actually all of us. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I know. That's, that's true, actually. What? I made that a requirement for this campaign, didn't I? Uh, you notice that her eyes flash and she makes a gesture as she casts a spell. Uh, you f- all feel just a slight 
bit of magic like wash over the room, but nothing damaging. Nothing mind reading, just like the lightest bit of detection. Uh, and Cirilla, you recognize the spell as detect evil and good. Oh. Ah, are we good? Cool. You are quite good. There's no pistachios cool. here. I know. We don't blame you. That's fair. Especially in hell. You are all... You have had a very interesting few days, I would imagine. Based on yeah. based on all the stuff I just washed out of her hair. Yeah, there's probably a bit of, um, bit of leftover gonna wash stank. That shit right Apologies. And send it on his way. Know that you will have a safe place here if you need it. Thanks, Bernie. And you see her eyes flash to a very, like, brilliant emerald green. Oh. Cool. And then back. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Well, I can't read. Is it? Emotions. Do you have any more thoughts on where we could find a war machine? The MCU. Uh, out in the wastes, there are many, but they need repairs. Perhaps one is working, perhaps not. The salamanders could repair it for you, but you would need to either get it to them, or uh, they won't go to it. That's for sure. Yeah, that's they, <laughs> Could we acquire some sort of um, uh, a beast that might be able to pull one a few miles, at least? Uh, I would talk to Zenith at the larva farm. They probably are the best source of a beast large enough to pull a war machine. I need a you horse! You can get... Other creatures, there are people here selling them, but none big enough, I would imagine, for any right. war machine of substance. Well, we could even, we, we, we need literally anyone, a small one will do, but yes, yeah, if, if they are the only ones selling strong enough beasts. Real quick, out of character, there are motorcycle war machines. <laughs> like, nice. that would count. You notice that the nine war machines making up the outside of the Wandering Emporium are all very large. Somebody would be pissed if we took one of those. They don't make a ton of them. Like, yeah, we could probably all just hop on, cast the spell, and go, but uh, somebody would be very upset with us if we did that. So we should probably start um, looking for something smaller, less missed. Tell you what, can I, while we go talk to the larva farmer, which is a pair of words I will never get used to saying, can, <laughs> can I send my bird out uh, on, on a loop to search for a nearby wreck and have it report back if it finds anything. Okay, so we will say that the bird is going to be searching the entire rest yeah, of the time. Yeah, I expect it to this. take a little while, but yeah. You come to a large area with many pens for mostly smaller animals, but you do see a few very large, just sort of hulking-like demon bison-looking things. Like, just the equivalent of, like, a hell cow. I mean... Yeah, if they had abyssal chickens, they can have infernal cows, right? Why not? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and there are a few yeah, some sort of bull goblins and hobgoblins running around tending to everything. And there is a much larger hobgoblin who appears to be uh, doing one bit of work himself. So yeah, I'll, I'll walk toward the, the, the gentleman in charge and, and wave. Um, ah, you are... Hello. And, and this is this is an eight-foot-tall hobgoblin. That's a big guy. He's it's a big hobgoblin. Big, very big. Usually... Maybe some bugbear in there. Six feet tall. Yeah. I'm hoping to uh, rent one of those large bulls you've got there. Rent? We'll bring it back. I think he's looking to actually sell. I don't really rent 
most of this. Not for a long time. Not before the the um, the caravan moves again. Just a couple hours. We were, um, we ran out of fuel um, about a mile out. We're hoping we could borrow one to pull us back here. We need to make some repairs as well. I mean, that sounds like a valid story. I don't really rent them though. You could sell them back to me once you're done. I would need. How much price. do you usually charge for one of them? Fifty ahead. If we sell them back to you, how much would you pay for them? That would depend on the condition you're selling them in. In this current condition? 25. Out of character, would I be able to know how many of them we need to pull? Uh, for the motorcycle, one. For the small car, two. For the big car, four. And for the biggest thing, like, ten. Alright, so let's stick with two. Well, we need to know what we're pulling first. Unless my bird comes back right now with good news. Um, no, because it's been ten minutes. Yeah. I'll say, um, alright, we'll, um, we need to do a little more shopping, but, um, I think we can make that work. We'll, we'll come back for them. How many are you expecting to buy? Hopefully, yeah, hopefully not more than four of them. Okay. Um, do you want to, like, look at another shop while we wait for the bird to get back? I want to take a look at the arch with no building. Okay. Do you go in? No, I want to walk up to it. So, all right. Okay. It's, a, it's near where we first came in, right? Uh, it is kind of near it should the be, It should be kind of the centerpiece of the place, if memory serves. Great. So, who's got Detect Magic? Do you really need uh, to... I, uh, me. <laughs> I don't know. Why? It's an arch. I, I don't want to walk do, through I the think. thing. I want to inspect it. I want to see what... Why is it so ominous? Very well. I'll, I'll do a ritual Detect Magic. Before before you can finish the ritual detect magic, uh, a man walks out. Can I help you? He's like, hi. Hey. What are you doing out here? Uh, apologies. My my friend here insisted that I detect magic on this doorway as if there were a question about it. It is ah. very interesting. I am just curious about this arch. It looks like there used to be a building. No. Was the arch always here by itself? The arch is the entryway to a building. But the building is invisible? The building is not here. It is another plane. Oh. I'll, 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 I'll briefly oh. I'll ask the man. My other friend here, he's carrying a bag of holding. Will it be safe for him to enter? Yes, or no? it is safe. Okay. I have locate object. Can I use that to find a small <laughs> car thing? Uh, uh, you know, yeah. If if it's within a thousand feet, which... Maybe, if it's, it's like, ridiculous. hidden behind a rock, yeah. We may have missed it on our way over. We'll get back to your idea in a second. Um, so, do you, you're coming in? Uh, I think we'll come back. You seem to be pretty ominous about the whole thing, so, uh, speaking <laughs> well, of John, very, not the that's character. That's very rude of you. You're literally in hell! <laughs> I know. Hello, I have an idea. I can cast Locate Object and see if we can find a war machine of our preferred size. You're looking for an infernal war machine, you say? Yes. Perhaps. I have one for sale. <laughs> I don't, but perhaps I could help you find one that uh, may be saleable or or just abandoned. And what would you like in return? I would like you to not be here for calling me shady. <laughs> <laughs> Finder's fee of sorts. We're not giving you our souls, sir. Doesn't have to be yours. We have, we literally, out of character, we literally have a bag of soul coins. We could just pay them with that. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, yes, yes. <laughs> or some of it. 
and then, yeah. So, why don't we step inside and you can tell us. I should warn you, once inside, a deal must be struck with either each of you individually or you as a group. The deal can be me finding a war machine for you. I do not guarantee that it isn't someone else's already, then you'd have to take it. My boss told me not to make deals with things from hell, so I'll hang out out here. No, no, no. Group or no? I'll, I'll say to the to the gentleman in Infernal, because I speak that, I know how this works. Oh, good. And you don't have to read the whole contract. I could read the contract accurately. Oh, that's more fun. I do not know any of your names. Bob Saget. <laughs> I'm not a fae. I do not steal names. It's not how we do business here. We're contract people, right. not trickery people. I am Mahadi. Hey, this is the guy. This is the guy whose name I said who runs the place. Alright, can I do an insight check on this guy? I rolled a nine. You trust this man with your life. Wow. <laughs> Sir, Damn. I will give you my pelvis. <laughs> I don't want your pelvis. Oh. What? Well. <laughs> are, are you offering <laughs> to sleep with him? Are you trying to seduce him right now? Man, that, no wonder Umak is single. <laughs> Just for shits and giggles, I'm casting Locate Object. Is there a, a small infernal war machine close by within a thousand feet? Not within a thousand feet of you, no. Shit. Unfortunate. Uh, not for me. Here, let us sit down. I have a table prepared. I prefer I prefer to stand. I'll sit in any chair you give me. Good man. <laughs> sit in this one. It is totally not a mimic. <laughs> that would be bad for business. I don't know who would do that. Ignore the tongue. It is not real. Unless you want Ignore it to be. It Unless you like it. <laughs> yeah, then it can it can help you out a bit, huh? <laughs> uh huh. You, you did offer him your pelvis. <laughs> <laughs> and he sits down in the largest chair at the head of the table. Um, I'll sit down and say, "All right, well, we're looking for a relatively nearby walking distance, operable at least mostly." war machine that is not under guard of overwhelming force, whether we have to do a little fighting or purchasing for a hefty price is fine, as long as it's achievable. Okay. That's what we're looking for. So, that's what you want. What are you going to give me for it? My pelvis. Soul coins. And am I getting you the machine or just a location? Um, location. If it's clo- if it's close enough to walk comfortably in a few hours, then just the location is fine. To find it, once uh, you are in a restaurant, and as you kind of look around, can everyone make a perception check? Natural one, baby. You really like this man. You really like this man's eyes. With twenty threes, after sort of just scanning the place, both of you look to a table in the corner. And there is a hooded figure with a pink fur pawed butter, hand butter, drinking from butter, a flask. Butter, butter, and talking and talking to uh, a very Cashew? twisted looking turtle. <gasps> Cashew Pistachio Disguise. Oh my you god. Are in trouble, we use your full name. Uh, the Panther is sitting across from a grey and blue skinned turtle with yellow eyes with no iris or pupil. Maybe seven or eight feet tall. It's hard to tell while sitting, but they are very large. A black spiky shell on their back 
bone spurs and spikes coming out of their elbows and parts of their chin. Just evil-looking turtle. Very evil. And resting against the table next to them is a very large warhammer with two black iron skulls as the ends of the hammer. Yo, that warhammer looks metal as fuck. I want it. It's a mole in size, so... Slow your roll. Can I scooch over to Mahadi as I go to pay him? And I'm going to drop him three soul coins, very subtly. Mm -hmm. And I'll I'll say quietly to him, What can you tell me about those two customers over there? Oh, normally... And he takes the three of them. Normally I'm not allowed to disclose information about my other customers, but you overhear what you overhear in a bar. That's Archon's second in command. Crawl. And the Panther, I believe... I don't actually have their name. Steve Martin? They just got off of a job where they stole some sort of very powerful artifact. I believe his meeting next is with me to discuss whether I may be interested in buying it. For my boss, or for myself. And the other coin also. Oh, yes. The vehicle. Um, And he pulls out a piece of paper and just flashes it. And there's a small map of the area. And he marks three points across it. They're like, these are the ones that you should be able to grab Steve. The case may be. Uh, it looks like the farthest one is maybe 20 miles away and the closest is like 8 or 9. And then another is like between. But sort of scattered about like a circular okay. area. And he, we, we, we could do 8 miles in, in, a, in an afternoon. And he hands you the like paper. Uh, this completes our contract. So it does. Thanks. Uh, do you go for a handshake? Um, don't be rude. Can I turn it into a fist bump? Does that exist? <laughs> <laughs> Part of sealing the contract is the edge. Fine, fine. Lick your hand, lick your hand, lick your hand. <laughs> spit on it. No, just spit in it. Spit in your hand. Very good doing business with you. As he casts Detect Thoughts while holding your hand. Hey, hang on, hold the phone now, John. I know. What am I wearing? I know. He doesn't know that. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Oh! <laughs> he also can't know that because the ring's invisible. <laughs> mm-hmm. It does that. <laughs> It's invisible, but right, it's not. Do you have like a ring of no thought detection? Mind- or I have a ring of mind shielding. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Which can turn itself invisible. Point. They all do that. You're a careful one. I like it. And I say back in, in Infernal, like I said, not my first time. You're very old, aren't you? <laughs> Here, take a plate of egg rolls for the room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, alright. They, like, they look like egg rolls. You don't know what's in them. <laughs> It's, they're made of people. They do smell good. <laughs> oh my god, this is Sweeney Todd. Secret you agreement. need any more they're information? I'll be ah. here. Do you know when you'll be uh, on the road again? When on I feel like again. it. On the road again? Hmm. <laughs> I can't wait you can pay for uh, an update on where I go. Just go to the post. I actually have an Just app. Just go, go to the post and they will. you can subscribe to my mailing list. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to like and comment. <laughs> Need a good review. Like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> um, okay. And then, yeah, you, there we go. Uh, leave. Have I, while I've been here, John, have I heard anyone speaking under Common by any chance? 
probably maybe one or two of the merchants mm. at the other stalls, like the not major ones. Okay. Um, once we're like a good bit, and I'll recall my bird mentally. Um, once we're a good bit out of uh, the caravan, um, I want to hop on the communicator. I'll, I'll say to Crassus, "You speak Celestial, right?" Indeed. I speak. Can you Celestial can you too. say? Oh, oh, good, good. Um, can one of you say a uh, coded update to our boss? As as you are leaving the market, you see a vehicle approach from the distance. Not an infernal war machine. It looks to be some sort of like metal tracked cart in very scratched up white paint and the symbol of the Order of the Gauntlet painted on the side of it. Oh boy. Oh. And it... Where did they get a car? <laughs> they had tanks. You, that was a nice one, Dale. They had tanks. I guess. Oh, it's a It's tank. like a World War One land ship. The thing moves like... Under ideal circumstances, it goes walking pace. <laughs> like... <laughs> and we are not in ideal circumstances. Yeah, Crisis, you might know what that is, and it's like, that is an uh, Order of the Gauntlet presence in Avernus. Interesting. Then I'll, I'll, I'll say to them, maybe we pick a different language. Uh, hold on, let me see. So wait, who, who are we passing this message to? I, I want to send a coded message to Celise on the communicator to say that the Pink Panther is at the, the Infernal Rapture Bar talking to Krull, and also the Order of the Gauntlet is here in Avernus. Ideally in a language that as few people as possible here speak. I think giant I might be a good bet. I can cast tongues if necessary. <laughs> if you want to speak a, if you want to speak like a really out there language. Yeah. Delivered in primordial. Okay. Uh, yeah. I will go with uh, giant. Would you look at that? A giant's getting what out of the our, tank. What uh, is our coded language or coded message we're trying to send her? I will use the message spell to tell you the message so that only you hear it. Two targets located, the feline and the reptile, and the reptile. Well, actually, no, because the, the we don't uh, the, the, the turtle is, is not, not the turtle we're looking for. Yes. but he is. This of is concern. not the turtle. You are not the joint you're looking for. Um, if I had a nickel for every evil turtle I was currently dealing with, I'd have two nickels, which is a lot. But it's weird. It's not a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. <laughs> 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 we, we have located the feline and the second-in-command of the one without a hand. There you go. As well as the target of my investigation has a presence here. Uh, you get back in giant. Understood. Await instructions after current objective. And then we'll actually continue walking out toward the war machine. It will take you the better part of a day to do, but there does not appear to be a lot of activity anywhere near the Emporium. Probably because it's a place of business sanctioned by the top layers. Yeah, whoever's in charge here currently probably has the army steer clear of it. I will be right back. I have to pull a Gerard. Peeing? No, poop. Oh. Why is that a Gerard? Oh. I poop. Everybody poops. Everybody poops. <laughs> Sometimes. One Gerard later. All right. Uh, you cross your you cross your eight miles and you get to 
will the real Slim Shady please stand up? Uh, Slenderman gets yeah, behind actually, you. Actually, that's, that's probably Zidrus, because he's yeah. <laughs> quite quite slim and extremely shady. You do get to the first one, uh, and it is where it was marked on the map within feet. It's very accurate. It's missing a wheel. Looks like it doesn't run. But you could try. Well, how is it supposed to run without legs? <laughs> Maybe if we go see the arms dealer, he can give us a pair of legs. Anyway, um, yeah, I guess I'll hop in the driver's seat. Um, does it have keys? Do I just... Let's push to start. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I, I push the ignition lever or whatever it's got. Does it Does it any response? Uh, it's... Okay, we're going to put this in terms of a real-world motor. It sounds like it's trying to turn over, but it may be out of fuel. Or there is something preventing ignition. Okay, and I have I have fuel. These things run on soul coins. I'll put one in into the in, twenty five coin the slot. Cent slot. Pull, pull pull the slot machine lever. Yeah, <laughs> it gets closer and it almost starts, but it it dies. Anybody know mending? Oh my god, am I going to be helpful for once? Oh my god, I know melding, mending, mending, melding, melding, melding. <laughs> melding. Can everyone make a perception check of the area to see if you can find the missing wheel? You do both stumble upon a wheel maybe 50 feet away, kind of like all dinged up. Because it's like, these are these are metal wheels, they're not rubber tires. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, I guess Clark and I will pick it up like a table and carry it over. And, <laughs> and as you get the wheel back to it, far off in the distance, you see a dust cloud approaching. And that's where we're gonna no. end for tonight. Oh. <laughs> no. But I was gonna mend. If you like what we're doing here, give us a like or leave a comment to let us know. We want to hear from you. If you want to be notified when a new video drops, subscribe. Not only are we doing D&D, but we also have some Let's Plays in the works, so be sure to look out for those. Also be sure to check us out on social media. And then just general goodbyes, see you next time, <laughs> etc. for the group. No, John, you don't read that part. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Roll for Distraction is produced and edited by Alexander Vigna. The show features John Price as the Dungeon Master and Alexandria Holbrook, Gerard Lambrugo, Colin Keating, Brian Graff, and Alexander Vigna as the players. This episode features Discovery Hit and Folk Round by Kevin McLeod used under the Filmmusic.io standard license. This episode also features The Underdark, The Hearth, Oasis City, and Blacksmith Shop from TabletopAudio.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again in the next episode.